Hello, and welcome to another edition of this 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name is AJ Kearns, and I'm your host here each and every week as I do my part to introduce you to the artists and designers that bring your favorite beers and breweries to life. This week's no different, my friends. We have a great episode. We're really excited to introduce you to a great up-and-coming artist located right here in the state of Connecticut. Her name is Jessica Batista. We came to learn of Jessica actually through our good friend Dean McKeever. You might know him. He does some work with uh, Treehouse, Vitamin C, and he was featured at our Art of Craft Beer Show this summer. Jessica was in attendance. She came, made the intro, the 3D introduction, and uh, the rest is history. We've been following along to her story. Excited to, to share it with you, and it's a, it's a really good one. So this is a good episode for you. Hopefully you'll follow along with what Jessica's doing, Jessica Batista Art on Instagram, jessicabatista.com. She got her start in the beer, beer game with Black Narrows Brewing Company down in Virginia, and she's also recently done a few cans for CT Valley Brewing as part of their Mosaic series. So we're not going to spoil everything for you. We're going to let you hear this one, but it's a really honest, genuine episode you know a lot of folks get nervous coming on here and i think that you know it's uh it can be a little intimidating to sit and talk about yourself for so long a lot of times people you know the idea is let the art do the talking for you or the interpretation and so it was just really nice because you know it's jessica's a she's passionate she's kind and caring she's insanely talented and so it was just really a nice uh opportunity for us to to sit down and 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 chat and i think you're really going to enjoy this one so you definitely uh earned for a good good start to the weekend and uh hope everybody's having a you know good time let us know what you're you're drinking use the hashtag 16oz canvas you can also find us 16oz canvas on facebook twitter and instagram as I said before, my name is AJ Kierens, and I'm your host on this adventure, episode number 84, Ochenta y Cuatro, and we're just having a great time. So remember, folks, yeah, relax, kick back, do you, do whatever it is you do, and uh, we're going to keep bringing you the, the latest and greatest artists, designers, and whatever else we can find for you that's introducing you to uh, branding and designs and what have you. Next week, we'll have our first Heidi Geist um, auxiliary interview, 48 Beer Project. We'll share that with you. And remember, you can check us out on the web, 16ozcanvas.com. You can also find us on Insta, Instagram, as we said before, but I'm uh, at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera. So wherever you find us, do us a solid, leave a review, ratings, let us know what you think. But right now, I think it's a, a good opportunity for us just to get right into it. Roll our sleeves up. You're in for you're in for a treat here. And like I said, Jessica is an up and coming artist. You'll see a lot more of her. I'm excited to see what she's gonna be doing. Hopefully in the future with Black Narrows. She's designed these great crawlers and done some artwork for them. And those mosaics, which is just a perfect tie into her story. But we're not gonna we're not gonna spoil it for you. But really, just a, a good opportunity. 
and I hope you'll enjoy this one. So without further ado, it is my pleasure to introduce you to the one and only Miss Jessica Batista, right here on the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Get at it. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Very excited to have with us Connecticut's own Jessica Batista checking in from Winchester Center right here in Connecticut, a new place in the nutmeg state that I've yet to visit. So thanks so much for, for joining us today, Jessica. I really appreciate you making the time. Thank you, AJ. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for having so, me on. Oh, definitely. We're really excited. We came to learn uh, of Jessica. Um, actually, really cool, our, our good friend Dean McKeever. Uh, you, you came to our art show you know, a couple months back. You, you know, made sure <laughs> to reach out. and put the introduction together. You know, I've been following along for a few months, so really excited. You know, you've done work with, you know, Connecticut Valley, but you also you kind of got your start with Black Narrows. We were talking before, you used to live down in Virginia. So it's just really excited to to be able to kind of come full circle and just, uh, you know, publicly want to want to thank you for coming and, you know, supporting the, the art show. It was really nice to to know that there were some cool oh, artists, yeah, that, some cool artists that were there, and, yeah. You know, come check it out. It was a great show, and I'm happy. <laughs> I know I had been messaging you earlier that day. <laughs> being slow and not getting tickets in time so i appreciate you you know giving me a heads up and it was cool come along yeah it was cool like just to think like oh we're sold out and people still want tickets like i yeah even after (laughs) even after that i think we like just put like a dozen more tickets up i didn't even say anything and they just went like Mm -hmm. before i even got there they were like i think like a couple hours they were gone so that was i don't know it was weird because you do these things and you'll see you don't know who listens and you know we're sitting here in the same state, over you know hours apart, and you don't know, you know, you don't know who's listening. So it was, it was really nice for it to come like as a physical, you know, embodiment of, of the project we've been working on with so many cool people like yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Yes. So for those folks scoring at home, wants to kind of follow along with Jessica's work, which I would highly recommend you do so. Get those follows up, Jessica Batista with two T's, uh, art on Instagram, and then JessicaBatista.com is the website and uh you know you can see kind of all of her you know her portfolio as i like to say a busy artist's website is never as up-to-date as it could be so yeah that's always a, a good way to look at it when when the up-to-date moment is you know a couple days ago it's uh it means that they need to be a little busier <laughs> so yeah i know you're all worried about your port your website not being up to date jessica but i know that I, means I'll you're so busy maybe by yeah. the time this airs well it'll be a little more freshened up so yeah <laughs> fingers crossed exactly so so yeah, so thank you again, um, and just kind of, let's just kind of take a step back, you know, this is the part where I just kick my feet up. So Jessica, one of the things I like to ask folks is just kind of to learn kind of the, the starting point or how you got into art, and I think that would be really, you know, really interesting, just, you know, any maybe early memories you have about art, or just kind of what, you know, what made you excited to, to kind of go in that field, or even how did you even realize that you had the talent, like how did you know that you were good at art? Um, so I feel like I've always been painting and drawing as like a little kid. Like it's not a matter of like a starting point. I just think like, you know, every kid starts out making art and, you know, I just couldn't stop doing it. And um, for me, I felt like the only way to continue doing it is if I made a career out of it. And so I think that was probably the deciding factor why I choose, I chose to go to um University of Hartford Art School to study illustration. Um, so, okay. Now, now in high school, was it were you 
is it something where you just always find yourself when you had free time, you're always just kind of drawing or we just kind of, you're always just do, doing that? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I was always going in and out of high school. Like I, I did a lot of like sneakers for friends in high school. Like I would paint on them by hand. I, um, for one friend, I painted a long board and I stained the top of it and with all, all these different quotes and stuff. So it was just always finding a reason to make art. And I, you know, I was a, a, one of the drama geeks. And so I was in the plays, but my favorite part, I actually helped design the sets for the plays. Awesome. And so, yeah. And so that was a fun thing to do. And, you know, we didn't really have that advanced as a art program my school like I didn't realize like AP art was a thing until I met other kids in college I'd taken AP art classes and so I actually would go to the teachers at the beginning of the year and be like and I'd come up with my own curriculum and then they would approve it and I'd kind of like make my own assignments and so I was able to get like credit by doing the stages you know school credit to do them so I'd do it during the day and then you know then I'd go do rehearsal and then I would stay after rehearsal and paint the set so there were some days I was there for like 16 hours, you know, but yeah, that's great. My, uh, my roommate in college and he's still, uh, he's still an actor was, you know, it was just very elaborate and they would, at the, for his degree for the arts, they'd have to do the various stages. It wasn't just like you could act, you know, or theater or drama. You had to <laughs> really be, you know, be involved in different, you know, productions and producing it and directing it and then two stage. So costumes. So yeah, it's really, uh, that's, yeah, a, it was a fun experience sure it's pretty cool you got to make your own curriculum right i mean that's pretty like that's a little yeah that's a little hippy dippy that that's a little yeah. to do that but i'm glad they did <laughs> yeah it's like oh yeah just make it up it's like what i'm a child yeah make it up yeah i'd have to get it approved and everything but i did i did that like i think for like two semesters i, I was able to do but they, i mean there was other art classes too at in and um in high school that i also took in addition to that but you know it was nice that they allowed me to pursue my own interests and that was that was a good benefit i think yeah, I think it's I think it's tough. I think for you know you want to make you try to that's the whole thing with education, trying to find things that you know people connect with, and then but then you don't want to give too much freedom where it's like you know, but it seems like mm -hmm. you you use that power for good, which is good. Yeah. Now, is art something that runs in the family, or are your family just like super supportive? Is that you know, it's always a weird no, weird mean, thing. I I mean, my brothers are all very creative and um there's not my, my cousin um melanie is a good artist too but not too many people in my family are have much of a art background at all to be honest um you know we booze does run in the family <laughs> my dad owns two package stores here in connecticut um uh, ledgebrook spirit shop and then stateline wine and spirit so plug plug that plug I'm, doing a lot I'm of talking about see you're natural yeah. plugging away <laughs> still going um but yeah, he, um, I kind of feel as though since I'm doing so much packaging design now, like I think subconsciously, like working there for years, like all throughout like high school and coming home on the weekends and college and working, like it kind of just got ingrained in me to like fall in love with packaging design. And I think it was just a matter of working at my dad's package store. So, um, you know, you see, especially with like all the craft beer, the boom that's happened in the past five, 10 years. I mean, it's probably been going on longer than that, but you know, it's crazy to see the amount of product that comes in and like, it's, I would always like, you know, see certain brands and like, wow, it really pops out. Like, you know, working there even before I was old enough to drink it, I became like fans of 
different artists and beer labels. So it's definitely a good experience to, to be there and to see the industry changing and witnessing it before I could even actually <laughs> fully participate in it. So. Right. And I think, yeah, I think that, you know, your father having his own shops that show, you know, being an entrepreneur and kind of hard work. I mean, I think when you do something that you love, oh, yeah. like being an artist, it's really inspiring, but it's definitely, there's definitely probably a few easier uh, majors or courses you could have taken in college to, instead of, uh, you know, going down to art, but you got to kind of be true to yourself, which I always admire. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a lot of hard work. Um, I think what I've learned in the years of like, you know, figuring out how to make a living off of making art is that, you know, just talent, isn't enough in the industry like you really need to have a business mindset in order to continue making it and doing it and just you know keep on keeping on all right all right yeah exactly now you said that you ended up going you know end up in virginia how did you how did you end up uh down down in virginia so um i went to college at university of hartford um was there for four years and studied illustration and i graduated in um, 2015. And then soon after that, I got a job down in Virginia on the Delmarva Peninsula. So um, I worked for this company called New Ravenna. It was a mosaic manufacturing company located on the shore. And um, I honestly love them and I, I miss them all very much. It was one of the hardest things, like picking up and moving away to a place where I didn't know anybody and just starting life over, but it definitely created a family at that company. And I, I do miss them very much. That's wonderful. And I would, I would, uh, t as a kind of a teaser, I would say that that probably has inspired a little bit of your, you know, some of your, your mosaic styles of your pieces, right? So I was working at New Ravenna at the time and, you know, I was doing that during the day, but at night I would go home and I was designing logos and, some labels for a brewery down there and, you know, keeping really busy. Um, so I loved working at New Ravenna. We made beautiful products there. And it, it was so funny when I found out that Connecticut Valley was looking for an illustrator to work on their mosaic series for their beer labels. And I felt like it was just a perfect transition from what I had been doing um, at New Ravenna, you know, helping to photograph and sell through the marketing team, their products. But, you know, my true passion has always been illustrating and creating the artwork. So it was great to kind of take my mosaic background and love for that and translate it as an illustration on a beer can. Yeah. Now working with mosaics, I mean, is that something that were you doing more of like a kind of creative work or were you actually doing the, the mosaics also? Was it kind of a multifaceted gig down there? So when I first moved down there um, in the summer of 2015, I did start out like on the floor making mosaics. And originally I had been hoping to transition into the design center to do more of the design work for the mosaics, but um, uh, their photography position opened up, their photographer left and they offered it to me. So at that point, um, that was like in October, 2015. I transitioned over and I was doing all their product photography for the company. So I would, they would make big panels of their mosaics and then, you know, in natural lighting in the studio, I would go and set up like fake bathrooms and kitchens and, you know, <laughs> find some guys in the warehouse house to help me move like 
super heavy, you know, vanities and all of that and um, just photograph the mosaics just in like the perfect light, you know, show it and it's quite literally in its best light. Um, and it was a great job for sure. Um, so I, I love doing that and it was fun being a part of the marketing team because I was relied on natural light, you know, on cloudy days, I, you know, there's plenty of uh, other jobs that I took on when I was there. Um, I also did a lot of their IP work. So I would file for copyrights for all new designs and all of that. And that was a great experience, you know, to also yeah. kind of transition That's over cool. to what I do. You know, so it's good to be a part of the marketing team and then, you know, be doing more of the technical sides of the business in addition to, you know, photographing this beautiful product we made. Um, so, yeah, I mostly just stuck to the marketing, but every now and then Design Center would throw me a bone. Um, um, one fun project we did was for Kohler was opening up a flagship store in New York City and they wanted some giant statement mosaic. And so I photographed all of these flowers in my bedroom at home actually i did it after hours and i photographed them with a completely blacked out background and then i compiled them at work you know trying to figure out how to make an interesting composition and they ended up making a mosaic off of it that was like nine feet by nine feet it was a huge wall and it was all photorealistic flowers and they did such an amazing job you know creating that and it was all made out of glass jewel glass and absolutely beautiful so that was a fun project. And then um, last year for coverings, they wanted to do another kind of statement art piece to kind of show off their product. And so I did more um, designs for them based off of feathers in that same style. So I just photographed um, feathers and I actually did it in the bathroom <laughs> there. <laughs> there wasn't any windows. So I shut off all the lights and I photographed the feathers um, and they made panels of those that were seven feet tall. There's three of them. And then um, Sian Erminger, who's the creative director, also asked me to create um, an art panel. And she wanted it to kind of be inspired by like the beautiful Japanese art panels and stuff, but have more of it like our own twist on it. So I did this original painting of egrets um, that they ended up making out of glass and was really proud of that. And, you know, I mean, obviously it's all the credit goes to them, you know, like. Bobby Jones is, I don't think there's any person that is as talented as class as him and Marcy McComb worked with him on it and they did such an amazing job. And Jacqueline Bizzotto works there with them too. And, you know, that whole team, they just, the work that they create is just, it blows my mind. That's the ultimate compliment because if, I mean, I love your work. So if you love their work, that's, you know, we'll be checking them out pretty, pretty soon. Well, no, I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah, as we talked no, they're about, they're all great, amazing mosaicists, but like even their own personal artwork, they're all very talented. Yeah, I just think it's, it's, I mean, that's one of my favorite things about the art community is not, I mean, everyone's out there grinding for themselves, but it's the support of others that really helps, you know, to give other people the opportunity or just kind of support, you know, by, by me showcasing you, then people who might have liked something else might check you out and then you're recommending mm -hmm. them and then. Like I said, you know, you came, you know, highly recommended from Dean, who, you know, who, you know, has become oh. a good friend. Like, so stuff like that, it's just really, it's really important. That's what we're trying to do is, is build a community. So you're, you're right, yeah. you know, you're, no, you're, you're cut right out of that mold. And I don't know, it's going to be a reach, but I'm going to go with it. Like kind of what we're doing is like very mosaics. We're all taking little pieces of different things and we're, we're building something that wasn't there before. And, you know, I'm just, 
yeah, I'm excited to, you know, to check their stuff out. I think mosaics are, I think they're amazing. You know, I just, the, the level of detail and kind of how, how, how it goes, it's just a beautiful, it's just a beautiful I know. Art, I art mean, form. it's crazy that it's such a ancient art form and the way that they're able to pump out new designs every year and make it contemporary. Um, Sarah Baldwin um, is the founder of the company and she started, I think she was like maybe 24, 25 years old and when she started it and it's just grown so much and um, I'm not sure, you know, who, if you're familiar with that area of Virginia, but it's, it's mostly just farmland. Um, so New Ravenna is like one of the major employee employers on the shore. And there was, um, I think when I left, we were up to 100, 110 people. There was always around that, somewhere around that range of people that were employed there. And it's so much more than a company like the you know, it's an absolute craft and it's crazy that they're able to do it on that scale. And, you know, it's in such a small little isolated place in the world. And yet we have, they have a market there like in Dubai and, you know, other products all over the world, this really high-end product that's created by, you know, down to earth, good, talented people. Yeah. And I think that as someone who's starting their own kind of path, it's really important. I think that a lot of folks want to just go out and say, I want to work for myself right away. But I think the experiences and, you know, things we learn from others really help shape that. And so you've had some really yeah. great mentors. You know, they obviously saw something in you, you know, as soon as the opportunity was available, you know, they they moved you into that. You know, you ran with it. And, and, and just to hear it in your voice, it's a very natural, you know, reflection of a, of a great bunch of people. So I think that's awesome. No, yeah. Yeah, wonderful people. I'm so happy I worked there. I feel like I grew you know, so much as a person in my time being there. But, you know, as you mentioned, you know, like, I feel like, you know, being my father's daughter, <laughs> I, I feel like there's a part of me that has that, you know, entrepreneur spirit. And I just have always, you know, as much as like, when I'm at work, I'm 100% there, and I'm about the mission, and I want to be successful, and I want the company to be successful. There's always the part of me that, you know, when I go home, that because, I would work during the day and I would come home and do all of my illustration work because that's truly like if I wasn't making art on a daily basis and I'd, I'd go crazy <laughs> and just like, you know, being grateful for my job opportunities, but then also going home and wanting to push myself beyond that. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the dream right there. And I think that's, that's how it is. I think that, I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think you can be true to somebody and be a, a great employee and contribute to their success while still, you know, like to like a pie chart, right? You cut it however you want. I mean, you can, when you're there, mm -hmm. that's their time and you're being committed and you know, you're learning yeah. and, and being involved in the projects you worked on are incredible. But then you go home and you, you know, you do well, your own also, thing. You know, it's, you know, you get paid to be there, but the learning experience, you know, it's just, you can gain so much from that. You know, yeah. like you you go to college and you you have to pay for your education, and then <laughs> yeah. you know you get out in the real world, and then you know you're getting paid for your education, kind of. So it's just a matter of you know always like even the jobs that you know they're like oh this is boring, like I don't want to be doing this, like like you know which is there's so much to learn from that, and then just like the discipline of it. Yeah, even even shitty jobs are are great learning experiences. Cause oh yeah, because you know what you don't want to do, you don't know who you know who you don't want to be. And you know mm -hmm. that, you know, maybe 
when you get to that point where you have to hire that first employee or employees, you know, how, what kind of leader you want to be, you know, you want to be a micromanager, you want to be a hand holder, or you want to be someone that walks, you know, next to people. And so it's really, uh, yeah, it's, I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, proponent of that. I think that it's everything Definitely. that everything yeah, happens I mean, is I, building towards something. It's not just a very, you know, black or white type of thing. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, like I said, I've been working for my dad's store on and off, you know, for forever, but you know, there's always like working in like the food industry, like being a waitress. I feel like everybody at some point in their life needs to work in the food industry because it just teaches you how to be, you know, good to people. And, you know, like, Swallow your pride too. Yeah, exactly. Swallow your pride. Yeah, it's like uh, I really want to tell this person something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, like I said, folks, if you go to Jessica Batista Art, it's really great. You can follow along. Kind of, you can see the the evolution of your work. The different, you know, the styles. I love the, uh, you know, the, the people that you make, the animals. Like I said, nature. You know, I got I got to say, your your business card when you gave it to me, it's one of the coolest business cards I've ever received with the with the uh the octopus on it you know even that you have like very vari- variations of it you know it's just yeah it's really cool that was, that was actually part of my senior thesis <laughs> in college i i wrote a children's story about the symbiotic relationship between a hermit crab and a sea anemone <laughs> and i'd love to maybe one day you know get it published but i remember cursing myself in the studio for weeks leading up to it like why did i write a children's story about one creature whose face is essentially a mustache and then another creature that has no face. <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, my wife's a science teacher. So anything with, with science oh. is, is always, is always good. Yeah. But I mean like just your animals, the warthog, their panda, you know, the birds, the, the mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, they're really great. And uh, if you go to the website, yeah, you know, yeah, if, some of those should be prints or they're definitely would be good storybooks or yeah, I don't know. If you're talking about kids' things, maybe you know what's always a, always a hit is the ones where you A is for this animal, B is for that animal. So I mean, some of these things really need to be shared with people. They're really wonderful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Now, what let's, let's in, in that vein, you know, I, I see you know pencil sketches, I see watercolors. You know, we talked about mosaic. I you know, know it's all over the place, really. <laughs> I lo- no, I love that. So I, I was going to say you're very, yeah. you know, it's very you're, you have a you really your your strength is your versatility. And it seems like you're always kind of just challenging yourself or trying new techniques out. And you have like, you know, they talk about, you know, Van Gogh's blue phase, right? It seems like you, you, you go through different periods. And so, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, is that, is that, um, is that accurate? I mean, what would you, this, yeah, how would you describe your, your style or what, you know, what you're into? You know, I remember being in college and then, you know, talking about, you know, like they always say, like, oh, don't worry, you're going to develop your style and, you know, thinking like by the time I graduated, I have, I'd have that figured out, but you know, you have nothing figured out <laughs> at that age. I still don't have anything figured out. And I think my artwork probably reflects that. Um, I, I do get excited when people say, oh, I can tell, you know, it's, it's by you. And because I just feel like I work in so many different styles that, you know, I, I've gotten a lot of my freelance work through Instagram, but it's not by any means, you know, very streamlined or organized it's kind of like i made this today or i made this and you know just wanting to put it out there um but yeah i um university of hartford um, the hartford school illustration department we were very focused on traditional art making so i really didn't have much 
background from there in digital art making. It's actually kind of something I started doing this past year when I got my iPad and, you know, all the work I've done for Connecticut Valley has been, I drew that in Procreate and digitally. But other than that, I mostly um, do everything by hand. Um, so yeah, just pen and ink or painting. It, it kind of depends on, you know, my mood or like most of my work now is just client based. So kind of answering the call of what they their brand needs in particular and trying to figure out like how can I make this specific for them you know so in some ways an it's an expression of myself but in a lot of the ways it's answering you know the whatever needs that they have yeah even the block printing and kind of the letter pressing you know like you, know, you learn cut a potato and you you know put some ink on it they still at the fairs they do that and just to see that with your hand lettering it's really it's uh mm -hmm. it's yeah stamp i guess stamping yeah, I, is, yeah stamping it's yeah it's 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 yeah, really little fun stamps, i i did a lot of that um last year um 2017 um i was helping organize a beer festival um with black narrows and chincoteague bayfield station and um when they had approached me, you know, wanting to figure out the brand identity for the beer festival, you know, we had gone back and forth a lot about what they wanted. And at some point it was probably just like, Oh, you know, I really want to get back into some relief printing. So I, I presented that to, with them and, you know, they, they thought it was great. And um, so I created a lot of those graphics for the festival and for the website. And I did a number of logo designs last year in that same style. And I haven't done it too, too recently, but I'd love to, cause just like the whole process of, you know, you draw it, but then carving it by hand is just, oh, it's just so satisfying then to see it printed and the way it forces you to simplify because, you know, if you're doing something like pen and ink or painting something, or especially digitally, there's just so much opportunity to just, just take it apart and just add so, so much detail. So I love the limitations of um, Linocut. Oh, I, I think it's great. In fact, and a lot of your pieces like we talked about before are based in nature and whatever. So to have that like that very raw and literally like organic thing, you know, where you're doing it, it's just, yeah. it's really nice to, that the medium is, you know, it's kind of a exemplary of the, of the subject matter. So yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a what, I think what part of the reason why, I enjoy, you know, taking on clients and doing a different variety of work because, you know, you have limitations of, you know, like what budget can they work within or, you know, what style do they want or what voice, you know, does their brand have? And so I feel like as a creative person, you can just get so wrapped up in possibilities and then you don't know where to begin or where to go or how to end things. And so to, I feel like, having limitations as an artist forces you to, to be creative and I kind of thrive off of the limitations of it in a certain way. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but no, it does. Um, it kind of, the, the sometimes have like art is in a lot of ways about having freedom and be able to create, but to, to being have, you know, limits or confines, yeah. it, it challenges you. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's yeah, I perfect. think it's a matter of like combining like, you know, the creativity as an artist and then also, make you know having a level of pragmatism to it you know that there's the idea of you know the excitement of making something and creating something but then at a certain time you have to like get down to business and make it happen you're all business jessica there's no mess there's no oh, yeah. you're all business yeah 
<laughs> no, I love it. No, yeah. And so what I also like, I mean, just, and where you kind of got started in the craft beer place, I mean, other than working for your pops is, uh, you know, the work you did with um, Black Narrow. And if, if you look yeah. at again, if you go to Jess's page and you can see some of the, you know, the crowlers that you did there for, for them earlier in the year, they're, I mean, I'm always been a sucker for black and white and I've told the story before. Mm-hmm. I think I, I, I've come to realize it might be because I'm colorblind and I think that I like black oh, and white. Oh no, I didn't know that. Don't, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I'm not, I don't see black and white. No. Like a, I don't see black and white like a dog. Obviously, yeah. Je- obviously, folks, Jessica does not listen to the podcast because I've told the story before. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, no, no. But no, I really love the black and white because I always, I've, I've come to realize in my old age that I think that the reason I love it is because to me, I know that that I'm on the same, like the same colors are I'm the same as everybody else. Mm-hmm. And black and white is. Out on yeah, and I always my my terrible joke is that I I don't think I miss out. I think that. One could argue that maybe that I'm seeing colors that no one else can see. So who knows? This is true. Yes. Yeah, my rods, and, my rods and cones are better than yours. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was a great experience getting um, tied into Black Narrows. Um, so I actually met Jen Chapman, um, the owner. She reached out to me through Instagram, actually, and she she helped lead up the marsh fest festival and so originally when she reached out she was you know trying to find an artist um to help organize the festival and create the graphics and it's so funny that she found me on instagram because at the time like a few months earlier i was trying to teach a class at the local art center for kids and like i made this whole poster and it was like called budding environmentalist art in art in nature class and I spent so much time making this poster and literally nobody <laughs> signed up for the class. <laughs> and I was like so upset about it. And then apparently she had seen the poster and was like, I love your work. And so she reached out to me through Instagram and we got connected that way and, you know, started launching into Marsh Fest and, you know, our first meeting at, you know, book bin, local bookshop. She had said like, you know, we're like opening the brewery within the next year. And, you know, we'd love it if you'd come on and help us out with their beer labels also. So originally I started working, creating work for Marsh Fest, um, volunteering. And then throughout that year, it was also, you know, helping create these labels for Black Narrows. Yeah. Well, that's all. I mean, yeah. Also, there's another section, since you're talking about the kids stuff, it's, uh, you know, if you go to your uh, JessicaBatista.com, you can see it's uh, not for grownups. And I think it's awesome. Just yeah. All the, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Well, it's so funny. Yeah. I, I mean, there's like a little, yeah, I don't even know what that little animal is. There's like a little chubby little, I don't even know what he is, but he's hilarious. It's just like. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't even I know. know. I love. Yeah. I it's draw animals. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I, lo- I think that's me. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. You have my permission. Yeah. Draw, draw animals. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I have nothing to offer you other than, than permission, but yeah. What else <laughs> I think it would be cool is one of our other artists, uh, Will Ralston from, he's from Florida area. He's a huge octopus guy. So I feel like you guys could do a cool, like octopus collaboration. Yeah. Right. Like battling, battling octopi. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I like that. Yeah. 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 We'll we'll hook that up. We'll hook that up. Um, (laughs) 
And we are back. You're listening to 16 Ounce Canvas episode number 84. Holy shit. Featuring the amazingly talented Jessica Batista. You can check her out at Jessica Batista with two T's.com or Jessica Batista Art on Instagram. Really cool to be able to share this one with you. Just catching up with one of the CT's finest. Just learning about her story, how she came to kind of get into it, you know, making mosaics, which I think is just incredible, and, you know, moving down to Virginia and, and teaming up with Black Narrow. We'll get into CT Valley, you know, shortly, and just uh, learn the Jessica Batista story. Remember, check out her website. She's got some really cool stuff up there. Reach out to her for some prints. Just a really good opportunity, and like we said, I think that um, to keep with the the animal theme, we got it out of Rochelle. Took a little bit, but it's a great episode. I think it's just really honest, really insightful, and it's just really, yeah, no uh, no egos, no kind of uh, self serving. It's just uh, two folks chatting and just catching up. So, like I said, it was really cool when we first had the opportunity to meet Jessica at the. At, you know, at the show this summer, you know, she's been supporting us, you know, pretty early on. So it's always cool to kind of come full circle. We've got a few other artists this season who've, you know, were early adapters of the of the hashtag. I think our earliest uh, adapter would be uh, another CT, you know, stud, Mr. Steve Raboyne, um, beer muscles himself. And, uh, yeah, so it's just really cool. We're really... Really blessed. I think that hashtag is almost over a thousand uses, which is fucking crazy. So we are just having a great time. This is you're listening to episode number eighty four, Ochenta y Cuatro, which is part of our eighth season, and we're actively working on season nine. Yeah, we'll be breaking over a hundred episodes before you know it, and that is just wonderful. So it's a uh, new season is here, literally, and. Um, Naturally, Mother Nature, fall is here, a little chilly, but uh, it's really good, so we're just having a great time, stouts are, are flowing, we're meeting new people, we're having new opportunities, we've got some great guests to, to share with you in the future, and we're, we're not taking ourselves too seriously, we're having a lot of fun, and we're just uh, we're, we're truly blessed, so we thank everybody, I know I thank everyone a lot whenever I have the opportunity, but it just really... It really means a lot. You know, it's just really cool. You know, folks saying, oh, I love it. Or when you, you follow along, we try to reach out to people and, you know, thank them. This is just, you know, we're just keeping it real. There's really no, uh, there's no, you know, barriers, no walls here. You know, it's really just uh, a dude in a spare bedroom, you know. Or we'll, we'll call it a studio, whatever the fuck, you know, whatever. But just, just having a great time. And we get to meet these wonderful people. You know, we keep a, a running tab. We have a map. You know, and we have all these great artists from around the world who hopefully at some point we'll get to meet you all and have a great time. And, you know, maybe we'll do an event with, again, you know, we're brainstorming some ideas for our next, uh, you know, live event. And we'll love that to have you be there. Maybe we'll do some interviews in person with the studio audience or something cool like that. But uh, who knows? There is nothing that we will not consider. All cards are on the table. So... You're listening to the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. This episode number 84, Ochenta y Cuatro, featuring the amazingly talented, humble, nutmeg state, born and raised, Jessica Batista. 
Yeah, the nutmeg state. That's what Connecticut is. It's a little, a little weird. It's not really strong. We're the nutmeg nutmeggers. I don't know. I'm. Uh, I go back to my roots. I, I go to Keystone State. It's more important. It's not more important, but you know, I guess in my story, I, I always you know fall back to to Pennsylvania and Philadelphia, city brotherly love. The Philadelphia. My Eagles are playing like shit, so we're not gonna brag too much on that. But they are Super Bowl champs. But like I said, without further ado, we've already introduced. But this is episode eighty four. This is Jessica Batista. This is the 16-ounce canvas. Season 8. This is another great episode. So, let's hear part 2. Dua. Dos. Aqui. Here we go. Vamos. You, you work with Black Narrows, and you might hopefully be doing some stuff you know, coming soon. Mm-hmm. That's what we like to call a teaser, yeah. folks. So, look for, look for those. And then, you know... I'm in Connecticut. You did some work with, you know, CT Valley. How, you know, how did that come about? How did you, how did you team up with CT Valley? So I realized I found, blah, 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 blah. okay, take three. Action. So I found out that, <laughs> action, yeah. So I saw that Connecticut Valley was looking for, um, to take on a graphic artist to help out with their beer labels and whatnot. So Um, I reached out and got connected with them when I was home for Easter. And um, I found out when I was meeting with them that they were planning on a mosaic series. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this this is just meant to be, you know, coming from near Ravenna, a mosaic company that I was like, oh, this is perfect. And um, they wanted to focus on, you know, Connecticut and keep with that whole theme. So um Lori had told me at the time that you know they wanted to do one with the state bird and state insect and state animal which maybe by the time that this podcast comes out maybe that'll be released by then because I can't talk about it yet but anyways so um so yeah basically I met with them and from that day on they asked me like you know can you get started now so I still was near Ravenna at the time so I was kind of like juggling you know, taking on this new beer label assignment and then, you know, wrapping things up at New Ravenna and then also trying to like move back to Connecticut to be closer to family again. So it was a crazy, crazy couple of months for sure. But yeah, the Mosaic series, I'm very proud of those. And um, those are done all digitally. Um, So that was actually some of my very first digital work that I created um, using Procreate, which is which has been a lot of fun since I got my iPad and been using this drawing program. So now, how has that been for you? Is it because, like I said, if you look at your portfolio and I, you know, just as a thank you, I, I enjoy that you kind of share some of your early sketches too on your Instagram. It's not just hey, this is the final product. You can kind of, you know, see the mm-hmm. the sketches, the erase marks, kind of the the versions of it. Yeah, and, which I, I love. Think it's good to show that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's great. I think it it, it builds. You know, it yeah. it uh. Got to be it, honest about it. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. So everyone has their everyone has a, their own vibe, and people just kind of only a lot of folks only show finished product. Other people do it in their story. It's like, mm-hmm. it, but I really, I really like that. So I, I admire that because it allows you. I mean, it's definitely a vulnerability and it's an openness, which I I, I admire. But with, with the the digital, has that been hard for you to to go to that to not have it be like a physical piece? Because a lot of your work is really hands on. I mean, from mosaics, you're doing a lot of you know, cut like the, um, some cutting and you know, using the exacto and different things in the 
you know, getting the pencil marks all over your hand from the racing, you know, do you miss that a little I bit? I do. I do miss it. I was able, I think by the time that this is out, they'll have released it yet. I, I've done a lot of digital work, you know, and taking on some of this work for Connecticut Valley and moving back. So I do like how versatile it is and, you know, how it's just so easily accessible. Like I just grab my iPad and just pick up where I left off and I don't have to, you know, get out water and all the pigments and everything. But um, I had a lot of fun a couple months back. I designed some seed packets for, or sorry, just one seed packet for Hudson Valley Seed Company and it should be released pretty soon. So I can't share that yet, but I'm very excited about that. So it was very refreshing when I was doing so much digital work you know, these past few months to, you know, come home and then work on an assignment that was like, you know, crack out the paints. And it does also, the final illustration did, I did add a couple of digital elements to it, but um, overall I, I did it by hand and it was, it was a lot of fun. I do miss it. And I hope to do some more of it moving forward, you know, not just all digital, but a couple more by hand pieces. Yeah. I think that, some of your styles. I mean, I, there's probably filters or pen strokes that could recreate that, but just some of it feels, you know, it, yeah, to, I mean, to be able to, the, the, the tactile nature of it. Do. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot you can do to give it a certain texture and whatnot, the drawing programs, but it's nothing beats just like, you know, doing it by hand, like the, I'm, I'm looking at them across the room right now. <laughs> My, the crawler, crawler labels that I did for Black Narrow is I did all of those pen and ink by hand and, like I said, like I, I do like having limitations and, you know, if it's done in ink, you know, you're done with it. <laughs> you know, there's not like the room to like overthink and go back and forth because I'm a notorious overthink with everything. So I think digital work kind of gives me the chance to go back and forth. So I, I do primarily love to work by hand whenever possible. Well, I think yeah, it definitely shows. I think it's nice to have both. And like you said, like to be able yeah. to go on, a, go on the road or go on a trip and you take your you know, your iPad and you can still do a lot with it versus, you know. Yeah, no, bring, I, bring I, like, I love both. You know, yeah. it, 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 it takes day, getting used you know, to, yeah. Yeah, either way, you know, you're making something and that's all I really want to be doing. So <laughs> either way, I'm happy to be doing it. Now, mentioning the 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 black narrow stuff. How is that? How did you get that? Is that just, you scan that in? Or did you also work on the, the package design and the layout also of the crawlers or is it, yeah. How, how does that um, go? For the crawlers, um, Cause they were the first ones that they did. So um, the graphic design elements were added in afterwards, like the, but I did plan out, like if you look at the cans, there's like kind of like a black band that goes across the top and bottoms and then, the, the logos at the bottom and so I did do the initial layout for the can and since then we've been following the same template um but like the ultimate like the ABV and stuff somebody else dropped that in after the fact but everything else and then including like the hand lettering on like the back home infinite sky those labels like I I drew all that hand lettering so um so yeah most of it yeah this is my own but a couple of the um, graphic design elements were dropped in after the fact. Okay. Now this is a weird nerdy question, but when you do stuff digitally, do you have a certain like naming convention that you use? Naming like for like the files, like how do you like, how do you find your file? Like, I don't know. I have like a weird way of name oh, files. Gosh. So I was like, yeah, What's people, your way? I do like if it's like, I guess if it was like the business and then I do, 
Like I, everything I has to be like one oh, yeah. word. It has to be like one word. Like I, because I, I used to one word no break. Like you no, know, I use underscores, but I don't do. I won't do yeah, breaks because I, I do the underscores too. I do well. I'll yeah, I'll do like an abbreviation of like whatever the client is at the time. Typically start with that, and then I'll do like the name if they if I they gave me a name. You know, I'll slap the name in there, and then because especially with the digital work, there's so many different versions and at least for me personally, I like to try to go back and see like how far it's come. So in order for not to just be saving over the same file every time, a lot of times I'll date it after the fact to keep it separate and see like, oh, I made this much progress that day and this much progress the day before. And like, this is what it looked like two weeks ago. And this is what it looks like now, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, I do like, I would do the like client or company underscore maybe the topic like whatever underscore mm -hmm. i usually put my initials in there which is weird because they're all my files when i think about <laughs> it uh the date of that file and then like version like underscore version and then if it's like a draft mm -hmm. or something i don't want like to be like misconstrued as like a final i'll put like draft or you know whatever in there. oh yeah so it kind of runs like, on I, but the final I, files i'll like do like parentheses final and capital letters and <laughs> try to like keep it separate but then you go in and change a couple things so try to like make sure you always save the final final like is anything ever actually finalized and perfect i don't know <laughs> yeah like fi <laughs> final version 12 it's like well it's really not the final version right yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah excellent excellent now are you do you enjoy are you a beer drinker do you like do you have any favorite styles of beer what do you kind of what's yeah what's your i do beer's not my number one but i definitely do enjoy drinking that a beer like I, I don't like drinking beer after beer but I love trying different beers um I'm not super huge into IPAs but then I say that and then I'll I'll try one I'm like oh this is really good but nothing super super hoppy I do love stouts because I feel like it's just like a coffee milkshake so yeah, I love those well, yeah. and bitter beers but yeah I love trying different beers but you know I don't I don't like just drinking beer after beer but that's 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 okay. Yeah. Now, what do you? What's your? Yeah. What's your? Are you? Uh, you what, what is your? Uh, I guess preference then, if that's not. Yeah. Oh no! I mean, I love wine for sure. You know, Dad definitely got me on wine, and then you know he's a big tequila drinker, so Whew. definitely a lot of that <laughs> tequila seltzer. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a drink. Well, well, that's my drink, like tequila and Lacroix. <laughs> Uh, grapefruit. <laughs> All right. Everyone's gonna know. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I said like, yeah. a, I mean, which is that shouldn't count. But I mean, yeah, I, my I, dad I, makes the margarita, and they're just like, they're, you know, three fingers of tequila, and then yeah, like, what kind of tequila? Black, like, I feel yeah, I feel like once like you have the access, you probably. I mean, I, I just, I've I've warmed up I mean, to. I've warmed up to. Yeah. Yeah, I warmed um, up he to went it. To, he went to, down to Mexico earlier this year, and her he had they they got their own uh, herradura um, barrel, and so that's that's been kind of the the drink of choice and as of now. So, yes, definitely influenced by dad. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I love having a beer here and there, you know, like a beer with dinner or something. But all right, I hear you. I feel you. Tequila. Yeah, we'll, we'll when we get together, you make. Uh, we'll have one of those tequila drinks. It might be, yeah. might be the yeah, might be the death of me, but we'll, we'll give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Now, this next one, this next one's a little should be a little easier for you. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's be a softball question. So, um, 
I like the, I uh, to give my back. I used to be I used to do radio for like ten years. That's, that's kind of why I got mm-hmm. back into doing like the idea of a podcast was exciting to me. You know, I, I I did it at my college. Not that I went to college for ten years. I do have to preface that. Um, but yeah, just I really love music and you know being creative. And so, is there certain types of tunes you're listening to or music when you're creating? Do you you know what mm-hmm. what's the what's the I Jessica Studio? Music mostly. Yeah. Mostly, I like. I like podcasts. Like I love how I built this podcast. That one's I always like listening to that one. But I do, you know, um, like mis- listening to different music too. Um, if I really need to zone out, I like some Glass Animals, and um, I love Shaky Graves. Every time one of his songs comes on, I'm like, I love this. And Jenny Lewis or Lake Street Drive, one of my absolute favorites. My brother just saw her at red rocks and i will forever be jealous wow <laughs> but <laughs> yeah and then you know i love van morrison's a good one and i saw the other day you posted something about paul simon and oh yeah call my puppy the roly-poly little bat face girl so <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so good but yeah i'm excited because i don't I mean, I I mean before that with the van mars and stuff i don't know those other artists so i'm pretty excited about that that's oh no a- Oh, yeah. yeah, no, Shaky, Shaky Graves, one of my favorites. Um, saw him in concert at Norva in Virginia Beach. Oh, that's a good place. Summer yeah. or two ago, and um, yeah, I love Jenny Lewis and yeah, Lake Street Drive. Yeah, yeah I know Jenny Lewis. Honest. Lake Street I, Drive I, sounds I familiar though. I mean, it, it but yeah, it definitely. Uh, yeah, I, it's self-serving for me. I keep a playlist and I try to add all the people that everyone recommends. So it's just nice because yeah, no, definitely look them people up. People over all, all yeah, serious pipes. And glassy animals is hilarious because you're like mosaics and you do all this animal stuff. It's like I thought you were making that I up. I know. Like, oh yeah, my yeah. gosh, you didn't even make the connection. No, see, there we go. Look at that. We're connecting. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what it was. I mean, music is always playing. We have to battle the kids for yeah. the, the but, rights. Yeah, but my problem is, is like I can't listen to music all the time because I just get stuck, and I'll just listen to like the same artist or album over and over again. So I have to like wean myself off and <laughs> listen to a couple other things. But but yeah. Variety is always good, so I'm sure you could recommend a, a, a bunch more people to. We'll do it. Yeah, I think we're do, yeah, I think we're do every we're gonna do it every Monday. So I think we're gonna try to recommend nice. records that we really like, and then mm-hmm. you know ones that were like that. Lizzo was that. That's kind of what got started. Uh, Melissa Sue Stanley, who does yeah. Salsa Sharks comics and does Galaxy mm-hmm. Hero, she's like, oh, I mean, I've been listening to Lizzo all the time, and I was like, I don't even know who it is. And that first track came on, and I was like. Phew done yeah. i've like turned like five other people onto it so it's been uh yeah it's, it's a good time mm-hmm. yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of all over the place so that was that was i had four hours every week i'd play anything and everything so it was fun yeah that's good good to you know variety is always a good thing yeah music soundtrack of life so it's always good it's part <laughs> of your senses and you know you can remember things just by hearing a song mm-hmm so what what's uh what's what's next on the docket, Jessica? What are you working on? You know, I know you have oh, a I know you have an Etsy store. You have a you know, Oh gosh, you, that's out that's pretty outdated though. I, I need to add things to my Etsy shop. I need to there's 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 a whole list of things I need to be doing. <laughs> and then but making the art it just takes up so much time. But um yeah, I'm talking with Jen at some point later this week and we're I think we're gonna do some scheming about potential some new crawlers. I'm excited about that. And then I think we're going to try to start having some prints of the black and white series for yes. sale at the brewery. Yes. Yeah. So 
We'll see. I gotta I gotta work on it. So. All right, all right. Well, yeah, I definitely I, I would super, yeah I would definitely encourage that. I think I think your art is you know has a warmth to it. It's really approachable. I think it would definitely people would love to you know have it in their homes. I know especially then folks with kids. Some of your I hope so your animals. I mean, I just think that you really yeah you're doing you you found your your spot and you're doing something really great. And I think that you know I just really I'm just glad we we're able to connect because you're. You know, we can say you know, you're an up and coming artist, and we're really excited that you're able to you know be a part of the project. You're 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 a great yeah, artist. Thank you. Yeah, it's just really it's really I'm, nice. I'm and so, flattered that you wanted to reach out. I mean, listen to some of the people we've talked to, and nowhere near that level. So <laughs> it's it's nice to be included. <laughs> no, so. no, take that back. I think that that one of the cool <laughs> things is we have folks, you know who are different ages, different points of their career. And, you know, and yeah. you're just, at the, you know, you're no, at the, I'm... you're at the really beginning part and you've, you've really got a strong foundation. You have a great versatility, you know, your, your realism and the way you capture nature and life is, is, is great. I mean, some of those sketches of people that you did early in the day, like back in, you know, in early, if you scroll through the kind of some of your first posts on Instagram or so. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping now that like I'm, you know, I'm freelancing full time now, and I'm really hoping that I can actually set it aside at least, you know, you know, maybe a couple hours each week to do some more of my old personal work and just, you know, just do a portrait here. Or, you know, I would like, yeah, I would like to be one of those. Por- I mean, I would like you, yeah, I got to figure out a way for you to maybe draw me or my family or something. But I would like some of these pictures are awesome. Oh. The bearded dudes are awesome. Yeah. So we'll figure some yeah. way. <laughs> you, went, you went way back into my. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's so great. I think that's I think the one no, picture I, is the I've hiking guy. Of, is that your brother? Is that your brother, the hiking guy? Yeah, yeah. So going back to the Etsy shop, I think the only thing listed on there right now is a bandana I I, I created for Nick. Um, so he's crazy adventurous. He's out in Colorado right now, but um, he hiked the Appalachian Trail in 2015, and then last in 2017 he hiked the Pacific Crest Trail, and he did it to raise money for. Um, Hike for Mental Health is a great organization that donates money to um, trail maintenance and mental health research. And he, he and his buddy did it, and then they met their whole trail family, and a bunch of them are, like, living out in Colorado now. But, you know, he's the adventurous one, like, <laughs> for sure. And, you know, I just make the pic- pictures. But, yeah, he, we, um, he went on the hike, and I designed this bandana for him and we sold a couple to help raise money for the organization so it was definitely a fun project and a fun way to connect with my brother even though he was on the other side of the country at the time you know yeah. in the wilderness so. yeah it's wonderful it says uh into the forest go to lose my mind and find my soul and it's a beautiful yeah the kind of it's kind of a duality photo that has the footprints which is the you know the nod to nature but kind of has the you know that mushy brain vibe, you know, feel to it. And so yeah. especially going with the, the organization. And so, yeah, like, yeah. I, like I said, that there's a, that sketch of him is, is awesome. So I really, yeah, I really, um, I'm I jealous. Know, That'd gotta, be cool. That's some more of my, like more like, you know, personal, I feel like that's probably more of my style. Like I do so much like client based stuff. Cause you know, you got to make a living, <laughs> but like, that I, I hope, yeah. you know, to free up some more time to like, do some more personal projects like that so i'm glad thank you for you know recognizing it and it means a lot well well thank you yeah that's probably that's I mean I, I appreciate you 
wanting to be a part of this and you know and and my my role is recognizing you as the artist and so if we could we'd give a high five and you know we're good to go but i really yeah. <laughs> like, I, I appreciate you jessica and uh, you know i know that folks coming on and talking about themselves for you know a period of time is not easy and a lot of I times know. it's you know, I, I don't know if i'll be able to listen to it later but yeah <laughs> it's, that's it's all right you being so patient with me and you know you'll have some editing to do later but <laughs> certainly very nice to connect and you know chat about it all well thank you i hope that uh you know we'll, when you start when you update with the prints you know we'll get a print for the the studio or, or commission something we try to support all the artists and we you know when i say studio it's just a spare bedroom right now but eventually we'll have a <laughs> eventually we'll have a proper studio and i have you know envisioning just a you know a wall of all my you know new friends and you know alumni and what have you so i'm glad we it'll be my yeah. honor to, to have you in the studio oh thank you all right we'll make that happen Hell yeah. All right. Yeah, I have a few ideas. We'll talk offline, but I, I appreciate you, okay. Jessica. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll let you know when this is uh, about to go live so you can, you know, hesitate or cringe to listen to yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right, cool. I'll talk to you soon, Jessica. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. All right, bye. If you're going to tell them everything, tell them I'm a good kisser. Tell them all the things you told me. In your desperate whisper. Oh, yeah. There we have it, folks. The essential, the inaugural, the one, the only, Jessica Batista. Not bad for her first podcast interview. What do you think, folks? And these fucking tunes. She recommended three great artists that I had never heard of before. Like, legit never heard of. Glass Animals. Lake Street Dive and Shaky Graves. We rock them all in this episode. Right in this this tune in the back, Lake Street Dive. Whew. I wish that I was a DJ again. Like, I wish, like, sometimes we hear this music and you get turned on to something for the first time. And I just want to be in a room with people and just play music and hear them and watch them feel it for the first time. It's so good. It's such a good song. I definitely, I wouldn't say waste a lot of time. I spent a lot of time listening to these artists. So thank you, Jessica, for that. Hopefully you'll dig it. This song in the background is called Good Kisser. Tell everybody. Everything. Sorry. The good stuff. All right. So once again, let's do some of our administrative stuff you're listening to 16 ounce canvas episode number 84 say it with me ochenta y cuatro featuring the talented jessica batista located right here in connecticut winchester area i probably butchered that sorry jess but like i said i didn't know where that was jessica batista.com two t's b-a-t-t-i-s-t-a.com or Jessica Batista Art on Instagram. And what I love recently she did is, in the episode she was saying how she has to update her website and take some photos, she did like a cool time lapse of her scrambling to get some updated stuff on the website with some of the you know, the labels that, you know, that she had done and then put together a cool kind of 360 you know concept thing for uh, the Black Narrows Crowlers. So it, it was a good time, really good. So follow along, folks. Look for Jessica's work. She's definitely uh, 
going to be doing some cool shit and hopefully uh, be more prints and more unique stuff available for you to purchase on her Etsy. Go to her website, shoot her a message, tell her you love the episode, follow along, let her know that AJ sent you because I know she'd love to hear from you and we're really excited. It's one of the, the beautiful gifts of this project is that we get to meet artists at different phases of their career and, you know, putting putting the chips in. You know, Ben on Jessica to do some great stuff. So it's really uh, exciting and just happy to to be able to share this with you. Season 8 has been great. We're doing some cool things, meeting some cool people, and uh, got a great soundtrack to go with it. So you got to tell everybody. Tell them all the good stuff, all right? Tell them all the good stuff. Tell a friend. Share, like, retweet, whatever the fuck it is that you do. Just do it. Share us. We appreciate it. And if you have a chance to, head on over to iTunes, Google, all that stuff we've mentioned before, ratings, reviews, we really appreciate it. Even just say, you know, this podcast is rad. Whatever whatever your vernacular is, we'd love to we'd love to hear from you. It means a lot. I think it helps with the the searches and the optimizations and all that stuff. But we are having a great time. All good things come to an end. So this is the end of episode number eighty four, Jessica Batista. And we are the 16-ounce canvas. That doesn't change. And we will see you next week. God bless and good night.